Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey, this is Jordy Collada from The Jordy Collada Show. Our podcast daily is brought to you by RMB Builders. Give Reb Bourgeois a call today. He is a custom home builder offering both new construction and can remodel in the Baton Rouge area and surrounding areas. They are licensed for commercial and residential construction. They can also handle your office renovation or building maintenance. They're online at rmb-builders.com. They're on Instagram and Facebook at RMB Builders, LLC. Rhett Bourgeois and RMB Builders bringing you the Jordy Collada podcast. Welcome in to a Tuesday edition of the Jordy Collada Show, driven and powered by Go Chevrolet. Appreciate our friends as always for bringing us here today. Online, G-E-A-U-X, Chevrolet.com is where you can find them. Or you can shop them online. Uh, you can shop them online, but you can go down to uh, Laplace, Louisiana, and shop the lot. Where you can check them out. Go Chevrolet. Great selection of trucks down there at Go. G E A U X Chevrolet.com. We're going to talk about LSU baseball coming up here at 7:30 uh, this morning. We're going to do that with Big Glenn West from Go 247. We'll talk about the significance of Grant Taylor, who suffered a torn UCL, uh, UCL and is going to be out for the 2023 season. The significance of that with uh, Big G coming up here at 7.30 this morning. LSU obviously opening up the baseball season coming up this Friday night. Coach Jay Johnson was very high on Taylor throughout his offseason speaking tours. So we'll talk about uh, that, what it means with Glenn West coming up here at, uh, at 7.30 this morning. If you don't mind, hit that like button, share button, comment button. As uh, Glenn, the only guest that we have on the docket up to this point. So we will uh, talk to him about LSU baseball starting on uh, on Friday. Then obviously LSU basketball uh, tonight in Athens. Desperate for a win. LSU men are as they are losers of 10 straight. And they have a chance here tonight. It feels like they got a shot here tonight of possibly being able to pull off one here. As they've, uh, look, they've gotten blown out through this stretch. They've had some close games during this stretch. Uh, they have not had any breaks go their way, so maybe tonight's the night where they can find a little luck and catch a couple of bounces and see if they can't get a win uh, to get another one here for uh, for conference play. As we said, South Carolina coming in later this weekend. They've only got two conference wins, so that'll be a battle of bad Saturday in Baton Rouge uh, between two of the uh, just bottom dwellers of the uh, of the SEC. Uh, remember, our phone lines are brought to you by Metropolitan Health Group, Real Doctors, Real Solutions. 
uh, as uh, Charlie Harvey and Jason Ramazan, every single day proud supporters here of the Colada Show. We appreciate them, uh, as always, so very much. NFL season over, but uh, really, it never stops, right? As it goes right in to, I believe, franchise tags and uh, the waiver wire is already up and moving. Uh, March 15th is actually the opening day of the NFL uh, calendar of the NFL season as far as the business of the NFL is concerned. Uh, so coming up here, you'll have pro days, you'll have the combine, you'll have the draft coming up in April. Uh, so for as much as NFL football is gone from our television sets, uh, we'll still be able to keep up with a lot of the business and a lot of the news. Uh, also, the XFL gets going this weekend. Uh, so really, no uh, no sleep on uh on football, I can't do it. I, I'm not. I'm just not drawn to it. I can't. I can't really stick. I mean, it's tough for me to stick. If I'm being honest, it's tough for me to stick against, you know, like the Texans and the Colts. Yeah, I mean, I'm out. I mean, like I'm really out <laughs> on that. You know, it's I mean, tough it's, for me to watch bad college football. Oh, I like, don't watch bad college. Low football. level college I don't football. Watch bad college football. I think the only college football I can really watch is high end. Like SEC. College football, absolutely. Big Ten, absolutely. maybe. I mean, just a couple of Big Ten, Pac-10, Pac-12, Big, Big 12. 12. I mean. ACC, I don't ever watch. Like, they don't, I don't get there. I mean, for as much as we clamor, for as much as we complain, for as much as we are desperate for football throughout the offseason and the summer, when it gets here, it's really just the – Top tier teams yeah. that I really want to watch. Same. I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, there's no way that the XFL could grab me. Mm. I mean, with a couple of LSU guys, I yeah, would pay I might, attention. I might like peep in and peep out. I would pay that attention. Is John Sherry Kirkland playing John for Trey squad? Kirkland. Um, I mean, get some names out here because But I mean, it's, it's a decent amount. It takes a lot for the XFL to. You know any type of minor league football to pull to pull viewership. I mean, I I hate to sound like a like a sports uh, you know like a sports snob, but I mean, you know that's just kind of the reality of it now. You know, I mean, I just I think it's 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 come to a point where I just want to really watch the the best. Uh, I mean, you got some names here: DeAndre Kirkland, hit me. Who's Glenn the teams? Logan. Who's the teams? Uh, Houston Roughnecks. This okay. is the Houston Roughnecks. So right. you got John Trey Kirkland, Glenn Logan, and Kerry Vincent. And then San Antonio Brahmas, Brad Wing, Jamal Pedgrew, and Chidi Okiki. Wow. Yeah. St. Louis Battlehawks. Whatever happened to Chidi Okiki? Where did he go? I don't know. Just, Where did he play? <laughs> what a great name. Vidal Alexander. Okay. St. Louis Battlehawks, DC Defenders, Cam Lewis, uh, Arlington Renegades, Darren Evans, and Mali Tahima. Okay. So, you got some names there. Wow. How many teams are there? Eight? Uh, yes, eight teams. Two divisions, eight teams. I mean, I'll have it on in the background some days. Yeah. You know, I mean, I can't say that I would pay attention. It's really the offense that kills it. Yeah. Do they run, like, the like CFL-type offense where they can, like, get the running starts, a receiver and stuff? Or is oh, it, I'm not sure on that. I'm not sure on that. But I know that there are some rules to make it viewer-friendly. Yeah. You know, to make it 
Do they it's easy do, to watch. Do they not do like kickoff or something? Or like is the I don't kickoff think they do kickoff like shorter? Yeah. I mean they're 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 experimenting with some safety precautions of football. Um, you yeah. know, I mean it's a great testing ground for the sport. It's a great place to train officials. Yeah. It's a great place to um you know, I mean it's a it, you know, minor league, it's a farm system. Yeah. So, I mean, I just I, I don't I don't know if I'll be able to I just can't watch it. Yeah, I'm not like I just can't I'm I can't like, sit down and watch it. it. I mean the only thing that ever pulled me in from like a minor league standpoint was the three on three with Mahmoud Abdul Rauf. Oh, I mean, yeah. That's, that's the only reason why I would watch. And that was just because I mean I was so drawn to him. Yeah. Without him, I'm not watching. Yeah, that's yeah, I mean it's, it's just three on three basketball. I could go do that in the backyard. <laughs> like Um so we will uh, we will talk uh, about Grant Taylor. This feels like this is a bit of a hit for LSU. A a training a a staff um, and and a bullpen and a pitching rotation uh, that was very deep. Grant Taylor was a name that consistently came up, uh, whether it would be from Jay Johnson of talking about his progression uh, on the mound throughout his first year and his off season. Um, to you know, hearing some of the things through fall ball that 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 was going on with with Taylor last year, he was four and one with a five point eight ERA at thirty nine strikeouts and thirty one innings on the mound. Um, it sounded like during the fall and spring he was touching nearly a hundred miles an hour. I mean, he was about ninety eight consistently during some of the scrimmages in the numbers that were coming out now. Uh, obviously, with the UCL injury, this is going to be a uh, a long recovery for a uh, for a pitcher. You hate it uh, in the timing, obviously, for Taylor. Uh, but I think this is this 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 is something that we'll we'll have to pay, you know kind of mark down and pay attention to as far as how it's going to affect the the, the season. I think that there was some potential that that Taylor could have possibly been the closer on this team, right and um, now look, LSU. It, the, the 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 thing about LSU and you know obviously being number one in the country comes with a a, a talented team and a, a a really full depth chart. And they're still left with uh, you know a a really nice selection of, of of names. I mean, guys like Paul Skeens and Thatcher Hurd and Christian Little and Ty Floyd, and even got you know newcomers like Chase Shores and. Bryce Collins is a name that's even popped up over the last couple of weeks of somebody who's been pretty impressive throughout the winter. Um, so this is a very talented p- <clears throat> pitching staff. I mean, this is definitely one that is very deep uh, and should be able to to deal with the loss of an arm like Taylor. But I, I think this is a blow, man. This is this is a hit. This is this is one. Um, that we're going to have to, you know, we'll go back to, you know, you, you'll, you'll probably play a little bit of, man, you'd like to have Grant Taylor in that spot a couple of times this year. But like I said, I mean, they've got, they've got really good arms. Um, hearing really good thing about Chase Shores, man. I mean, he's touching nearly a hundred miles an hour. Freshman. Like that's, that's why I'm, I'm not. Like I understand, Grant Taylor was like coming on. He's top fifteen prospect in the Major League Baseball draft, but it's just like 
I mean, with all these arms that Jay Johnson brought in, it's it's almost inevitable that somebody was gonna have to sit down anyway. So he'll find out who who's the guy. So. Right. You just you, you you hate it for the reason of look. I agree. There's going to be some odd people. There's gonna be some odd arms out, right? And some very talented arms are going to be out, but you wish that they could just compete it out yeah. rather than an injury take yeah. one of these talented cats out because now it's the the road to recovery it's the you know the effect of what it really means to 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 uh, you know the competition um, yeah, and you hate it for for obviously for the individual for the kid man i mean for the player just cuz i mean there was a lot of positive vibes around yeah. grant taylor over the last couple of weeks so it seems like this. This almost seems like a recurring thing with LSU baseball. Know, almost like every season, it's it's like one or two guys that kind of go down right before the season or get injured right before the season. They're kind of gimpy during the season. There was there was a period in LSU baseball with Paul Maneri and Alan Dunn where it was it was almost like Inevitable. it was voodoo. I mean, it was like it was a curse. I mean, like they they were taking so many precautions and doing so many things trying to prevent the arm injuries that were plaguing the program at the time, the more you get away from it. And I think that they've, they've tried to, or they've started to find a balance on that stuff where it's not happening. It's not happening as routinely as it once was. I I think this, this is, you know, almost like a knee injury in football. Yeah. Like it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I mean, this, you, you're throwing every day. You're putting a lot of strain on your arm. And every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job, it's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, Join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The numbers that you have on the roster, at some point, someone is going to fall victim to this injury. And if you look around baseball, it's everywhere. It is everywhere. I mean, even that time, during that time where LSU was losing two, three, sometimes four arms a year, I mean, there there were studies that were popping up, um, you know, of of that type of uh, you know research that was showing it was happening in a lot of places, and I think it has a lot to do with you know baseball being a year round sport now. I mean, I, I still cannot get over the amount of time that baseball takes up for a little leaguer. I mean. Luckily, and I mean, I say luckily, but uh, you know, I mean, Jordan and I have started to, I gave, he got a baseball glove for Christmas because he had been asking some, some baseball questions and, 
you know, kind of wondering like, eh, can can we play baseball? And I'm like, sure. I mean, it's tough to find. So I called some people that I knew within, you know, baseball circles, you know, Doug Thompson and, you know, I got a friend, Gerald Nichols, who's, who's really involved in, in, in youth baseball. And I, I was kind of looking to find a league that you could play 15, 20 games a year, kind of like they had around when I was growing up. You know, I mean, where you, you didn't have to play – Euro. Uh, just, I mean, Lord, I mean, they, they have kids during basketball season, school basketball. This is like January and, you know, early February that are, you know, leaving practice and, you know, you know, sprinting out of the gym on Saturday mornings to get across town for, for baseball practice in early January. And I'm like, what? You know what I mean? Like, how does this not burn them out? Like, how do you expect them not to get to a point where it's really time to compete in the sport and not be burnt out when they've been playing year round since they were 10? And, you know, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. You know, like I said, my son doesn't play. He plays pretty much. He plays basketball year round. He plays you know, winter basketball, he plays school basketball, then he plays in a spring league, and then he plays summer, AAU. So we're in a basketball gym where everybody's on a baseball field, and, you know, it's kind of probably the same thing. We're playing seven-on-seven football this year with Rohan. So, I mean, we got a ton of stuff going on as well. It's just the baseball, the, the amount of time that you commit to that sport you know, just not being in it, and I don't, I don't mean to complain from the outside. It just, it seems like a lot, and I think that that has an effect on, you know, a lot of these guys breaking down when yeah. they get to college. You know, by the time they get to college, they've, they've run a million miles on that arm. You know, I mean, there's a lot of tread that's been taken off of that arm by the time they're 18, 19, 20 years old. And I think that has a part to go in and blame to why why they're breaking down earlier than with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Then, you know, I, I don't know the studies. I don't know the numbers. I don't know. But it just, it never seemed like it was really like this when, when, when I was a younger fan, right? And I wish there was a league. Like, you know, when I was coming up, it was American Legion. Um, we also played at the CYO field right here, you know, a, a block away from our, our studio. Um, but yeah, there's we, nowhere now that you can, you can play 
especially for a 12-year-old. There, there was when he was, you know, six, seven, eight. I think the cutoff was like 10. But you couldn't play just 15 to 25 baseball games Thursday through Sunday, right? You know, right over there at Olympia Stadium is where we played. And I'm telling you, it was some of the funnest memories that I have as a kid because it was the, the you know, the fences were in, you could hit home runs, you were playing with all your school buddies. There wasn't this 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 pressure of traveling every weekend, spending all day at the ballpark where I'm sure that's cool and I'm sure that's fun, but every single weekend from now until school starting next year don't sound like fun. Sounds expensive as hell, too. But just going and like posting up at like the American Legion ballpark and playing a you know a double header and calling it a weekend and doing that for the next you know eight weeks, next month and a half. Like I wish that that would revive itself locally. I played you know? Little League till I was thirteen. Oh, dude, Little League was the funnest. Yeah, it was. It the was best. awesome. It was awesome. Like my friends now are were my friends in Little League. Like, we've been playing together. Like, we've been knowing each other since Little League, since we were, like, five, six. It's just the best time. Like, it is, like you said, the best time. Like, the fences are in, hit home runs. Yeah. Hit home Like, I hit my only home run in life off my best friend. And like, no doubt. We still talk about that till today. No doubt. Same like, thing. Same thing. Same thing happened to me. I mean, those types of stories of, you know what I mean? It was like kind of, I, 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 I see how competitive – locally it is between these schools you know both private and public i mean and to see what those competitive environments are like in basketball and football i think it should just be able to carry over into baseball i don't know why these teams why these schools don't put together a school team as well as you know the kids that have to play travel and play these games on a tuesday wednesday night at Olympia Stadium or Goldsby Field or wherever you can and bring that local baseball feel back. To me, that's why the game is gone. Yeah. So I mean, none of the middle schools here have like baseball teams? No. Wow. We have middle, we had a middle school baseball No, like team. I mean like all of these kids are gobbled up on traveling teams. No, all right. So they can You know what I mean? Like any kid that's any good travel is ball. I mean there, there's a kid on, on Jordan's flag football team that just changed from one of the headline teams in town to the other headline team in town, and it is chaos. Oh. I mean, it is, it's, it is like melt. <laughs> Grown men wanting to fight Absolutely, over. and that's the problem. It's the issue. Like, the kids are like, I'm going over here. Yeah, I just want to play You know what right I mean? There. Like, the dads are like, you son of a bitch. I mean, like, <laughs> where's your loyalty? Like, it's an easier drive, man. <laughs> you know, like, I mean... It, but it is, you know, like somebody's saying, what's the difference of playing basketball year round than playing anything else? It, it, you're, you're right. I don't, I don't mean to sound like a hypocrite, you know, because look, my son plays a sport, you know, three quarters of the year, you know, and now the other sport that he's committed to, my son plays football, basketball, and he runs track. And he plays football in the fall, and now he's playing seven on seven football in the winter and the spring. And he signed up to play basketball in the spring and the summer. So, you know, I mean, it, it's, it never stops. You know, what, what, whatever direction you go, 
I don't know, and this would this would be my only, you know, kind of pro and con to basketball rather than playing baseball is that these injuries that these baseball players are are going through as young competitors in college, I think is a direct effect of putting as much pressure on their arm at a very young age. You know, I mean, sure, there is there is absolute. You know, there is challenges that you face or there is risks that you take when you go out there and you play seven-on-seven football. There's risks that you play in going out and playing AAU basketball. It looks as if the long-term risks are much more prevalent and much more apparent in baseball just by the amount of the numbers of the players that are breaking down. I mean, all these... These, these guys are superb athletes. They're in tip-top shape. They're taking care of their bodies. It's just the pressure that the game is putting on their arm is breaking them down at a very young age. And I think just because of the, the, the tread and, and miles that you put on your arm, by the time you get there, it just it's, it's unable to sustain. Um, why... Why boy G ten twenty eight wholeheartedly agree, Jordy. I grew up in baseball softball family. I hated to see the death of rec league baseball. I literally grew uh, literally grew up in ballparks. I mean, not only did I grow up in the ballpark, I grew up with my parents playing like local softball, le- local re- league softballs, where that was some of the funnest days ever. Yes, like I mean, they would get there at like eight in the morning. We wouldn't leave until like well, five yeah, right. and six in the afternoon, and then they would go like to their team's house and we'd boil crawfish and barbecue all night. I mean, it was, it was some of the funnest times of just local getting people together. And I'm sure the ballpark is still like that. Yeah. Right. Like I'm, I'm not trying to dump on the ballpark experience. I'm sure that it is still a fantastic vibe at, at, at a ballpark because of all of that. I mean, the sun's shining, you got people running around, there's people barbecuing, baseball's happening, music's happening. I mean, great vibes. But the local, my friends playing our friends, all from one school or all, you know, kind of growing up, is it's been gone, though. Like, that's that's been gone. So they don't have, like, a Little League, anything in Baton Rouge that's, like... Not that I know of. Like, and, wow. and I mean, I would think that if they had it, not, not to sound like a prick, but that I would know about it because just because my kid is that age. I mean, yeah. I'm looking for it. I want right. to find it. You know I mean? I would love for him to be able to take part in 15 to 25 baseball games in the spring that he could go play on a night like last night. Yep. It was awesome. And then they picked the All Star team after. And Absolutely, you go play All Star. No doubt about it. Like that was that. I, I still remember playing in those. We went down to Ponchatoula and played on an American Legion All Star game when I was going into ninth grade. And still, some of the funnest, yes. like just competitive. And, and then those were the guys that you would play against in high school. Grow up playing against. You know, them. I mean, it was just all of all of that that might exist. I hope it does, man. I, I mean, it does in Franklin. Like Franklin, I'm sure it does in those little bitty towns. Yeah. Where, what else do you have? Yeah, because my son plays, mm-hmm. like, and he's going to play from five to. Well, he started at three, so he's going to play from three to twelve. Stephen Miller says Breck has one, and Traction has one too. I, I know that Traction has one, but doesn't it cut off at a, at an age where you know? Doesn't it cut off at like ten? 
was my understanding. Or maybe like the, the competition falls off so much because all of the the players are, you know, cherry picked to traveling teams. Um so I don't know. That's my rant for the morning. <laughs> yep. It only goes to ten. Uh it does? Yep. Tractions. Yeah. See? Uh, yeah. I mean like so I mean, I'm talking about like twelve through fifteen. Like these next three years before you get to high school. Yeah, I had to move to a different field. I mean, my that. eighth grade oh my baseball, God. dude, that was some of the funnest competition. American Legion fields, everybody could hit home runs. Yes. The fences were in. I mean, that was it was awesome. Like my in seventh grade, my the summer before my eighth grade year, I, I played. Uh, it was like Dixie Youth, but it was like same thing, American Legion type deal. We went to Sulphur for the state tournament, and we were playing. I mean, like anybody you could think of, North Louisiana, hell yeah, New Orleans, like everywhere. Sulphur, like they had teams from everywhere in Louisiana, and it was, it was that was the best weekend, one of the best sports weekends I've had in yeah. my life. It was no just, doubt, you know, guys that I grew up with, and we all went there and played, and it was fun. We almost won the state tournament, little old Franklin. But you remember that for the rest of your life, you know. I mean, that's that's about as 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 fun as it can get, man. All right, we're going to talk LSU baseball with Glenn West coming up here in uh, just three minutes. Remember, daily we're brought to you by RMB Builders. Rhett Bourgeois, our friend over at RMB Builders, can get you into a custom design home. He can help you with reconstruction. Whatever you're looking for from a construction standpoint, get in touch with Rhett Bourgeois and RMB Builders. Best ways to uh, best way to keep up with them is to hit them on Instagram. Uh, they got great social media. All their projects are right there for you to see. Just give them a like and follow on Instagram. That way you'll keep up with all of the posts. If you want to set some alert notifications to when RMB is posting, uh, that way you can keep up. If you're in the market for a new home, if you're looking to uh, maybe shop some designs and see what's out there, um, check out RMB Builders. Check them out on Instagram. Uh, you can get in touch with them directly by hitting them up at rmb-builders.com. Uh, rmb-builders.com. Rhett Bourgeois and his crew. Tell them that you heard it over here on the Colada Show. All right, Glenn West is going to stop by next year, and we talked about Grant Taylor in the news yesterday. Sucks, man, for Taylor, the player, and for the LSU pitching staff to lose a very uh, up-and-coming arm and somebody that was expected to be a part of this rotation or part of this staff in some capacity. We'll talk to Glenn about what the effect is coming up here as well as opening night for the Tigers coming up on Friday. Make sure and hit that like button, that share button, that comment button. We'll be right back with more programming here. The Jordy Collada Show brought to you by Go Chevrolet. All right, welcome back here to the Jordy Collada Show, driven and powered by Go Chevrolet, live here on this Tuesday morning. If you don't mind, hit a like button, share the clip if you don't, uh, if you could, and if you've not subscribed, make sure and subscribe before you get out of here. Click that bell if you want to click uh, keep up with all of the programming when we send it out. All right. Uh, Glenn West is over at Go247, does a great job of covering LSU. Make sure and keep up with all of his work over there at uh, 247sports.com. He is a regular here on the Colada Show. Look forward to uh, bringing him back into the conversation this morning. Glenn, good morning. How are you? I'm doing great, Jordy. How are you? Doing good, buddy. Uh, all right, we were talking about this story with, uh, with Grant Taylor. Obviously, there's a lot of intrigue heading towards Friday night, the opener. For LSU baseball, this preseason number one overall squad. How does this affect the group losing Taylor going into the year? 
Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty big loss. I mean, you, you were looking at Grant Taylor as a potential starter for this group. Uh, if not as a starter, then certainly as a significant piece uh, out of the bullpen, maybe as a closer. Um, you know, y- y- all you have to go back and in, in, in listen to any Jay Johnson interview dating back to the fall. Um, and one of the first names out of his mouth in terms of returning players that they were really excited about uh, is Grant Taylor. And so uh, for them to kind of have to undergo this this injury, uh, it's kind of a re- repeating of the past, a recent past for LSU. Unfortunately, pitchers uh, have had to go through this um, in, in recent years, whether it's Javon Coleman last year, you had Eric Walker a number of years ago, Jaden Hill. Um, so it's, a, it's, it's not a... It's not a great, you know, kind of track record in recent years for, for LSU pitchers to have to go through this. But, um, you know, the ex- expectation is that Grant Taylor will be back for 2024. Um, it's certainly a blow to this pitching staff. I think they, um, you know, kind of the way I look at it is uh, it's not exactly a season-altering move, but you're left with fewer options now, I think, is, is probably the best way to approach it. There's still a lot of really good options on this staff, but uh, certainly – uh, losing a talent like Taylor, who was expected to have such a great year this year, uh, is, is certainly a blow to the staff. Do you have an idea of roles yet going into the season? How long do you think this is going to be kind of a, a figure-it-out period for Johnson and his staff? I, I think they're going to roll out a number of different combinations during non-conference play. I don't think they want to pigeon them, pigeonhole themselves into a certain uh, weekend rotation early in the season if somebody comes on and – uh, has a really great uh, couple of games in a row. I think they're going to be open with uh, the, the starting rotation this year. I think you're going to see a lot of guys uh, get looks in the starting roles. So really the only thing that I think is for certain is that Paul Skeens will be your Friday night guy. I mean, that he, he can absolutely shove, you know, 99, 100 miles an hour on the mound. Uh, he's, you know, in command of his uh, off-speed pitches and has looked really, really good uh, this spring as well. So I think he's certainly – going to be your Friday night guy and then I think there's a, a handful of pitchers that you're going to see um, whether it's Thatcher Hurd, uh, Ty Floyd, uh, Christian Little, uh, freshman Chase Shores is a guy who has been fantastic this offseason uh, particularly coming back this spring I had a chance to watch him a couple times uh, during the scrimmages and he honestly is, has looked the most as impressive as any of the others um, and, and I think he's going to have a significant role with this pitching staff as well. So uh, there's going to be a number of guys they try out. And, and you know, again, you know, I think it's important that you have enough of those big bullets still in the bullpen to help relieve some of those guys. Second base seems to be a pretty healthy competition. Who do you like there and who's some of the names? Yeah, so Ben Nipple, the transfer, uh, I think is a guy that you're going to see a lot at second base. Um, Jack Merrifield is a transfer from uh, LSU Eunice that they got last year. Uh, he played a little bit of third base last year, and you know I think it was probably not his best position. I think he was more suited for second base. He was a Golden Glover uh, at the JUCO level at second base, so he's a name that's certainly going to be uh, out there. Uh, freshman Gavin Gidry is getting a lot of looks at second base, and then uh, you've also got Gavin Dugas, who is a you know five-year returnee here. He's a college pro at this point. He's seen it all and been in every situation you could imagine. So um, he, he's certainly cer- certainly starting to get a little bit healthier as well. He had some eye surgery uh, back in November uh, that kind of hampered his start to spring. But uh, last couple weekends, he's been putting up some really good numbers on the at the, at the plate. And uh, I think he's been a really serviceable defensive player in the infield as well. So they're going to have 
you know, probably three or four guys that they trot out there in the early part of the season and see which ones stick. And uh, I certainly think there's going to be a healthy competition there throughout the most of conference play. You mentioned Gavin Guidry, one of these freshmen, these talented freshmen. What do you make of this class coming in and some of the guys you expect to make instant impacts? Yeah, it, it's a great class, and, and certainly not just in the infield with Gidry, but you look in the outfield as well with Paxton Kling. Um, he's a guy that I think you're going to see a lot of in the outfield uh, next to Dylan Cruz and Josh Pearson. Um, I think behind the plate, you're looking at Brady Neal as another option uh, you know, uh, with uh, Alex Malazzo at catcher. Uh, I think those two are certainly going to have the early grasp of the catching position here in the in this early start of non-conference play. And uh, Jared Jones is a guy who really just pops at the plate. He's a guy that can really come in and hit. I think he's a good DH option early in the season for LSU. Uh, you've got Trey Morgan over at first base, so I don't see him beating out Trey Morgan for uh, many snap or for many uh, for many plays. But uh, I think he's certainly going to be a guy that you can rely on at the plate. But I'm, I'm really excited about Gidry. I think he's going to be a really kind of change of pace, uh, really quick uh, con- hit for contact kind of player uh, who can who can make some defensive plays happen. So uh, you're going to see a number of freshmen out on the field for LSU, and that doesn't even. Uh, you know, begin to mention some of the pitchers that you might you might see out there. Uh, from freshmen to veterans, it sounds like Jordan Thompson's had a really good offseason, especially defensively. They're expecting a, a pretty big uptick in him. Yeah, so, you know, I've talked to Jay a number of times about Jordan, and, you know, it's it's been pretty much the consistent theme, and he has come back this offseason and been uh, really exemplary with his defense. And, 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 you know, he was a little bit banged up early last year. I think that was – uh, and, you know, an injury that really you know, kind of suffered in, in his defense. And uh, you could really see him struggle throughout that. But towards the end of the year, Johnson was really, really encouraged by what he saw and the improvement that he saw from Thompson. Uh, and, and from everything that I've heard, he's taken that head on, uh, that momentum head on and really, really improved uh, this offseason as well. I mean, he, Johnson's told me that a number of MLB scouts have come up to him and said that looks like a defensive shortstop in the MLB. I mean, he has been uh, that that good uh, for LSU in the middle infield. And he was also one of LSU's most clutch hitters last year as well, if you remember some of the big hits that he had uh, to help uh, get LSU some some early wins in the season. So I think, you're, I think you can expect some big-time big, uh, big time things from Jordan Thompson this year. Um, Glenn, what do you expect from Dylan Cruz this year? What's fair to expect from him? Yeah, he's a five-tool player, and look, we've, we've talked to him a little bit. Um, I think probably the biggest thing that I've noticed in terms of his change is just his his leadership and his willingness to use his voice. I think that's going to be huge for this team. Uh, now that he's a junior, I mean, he's really stepping up to the plate and being uh, uh, one of the big-time leaders on this team with his voice. And so uh, I'm excited to see what that you know side of Dylan Cruz looks like. I mean, everybody knows he's probably going to be a top two, top three pick and – uh, nobody would be surprised if he goes number one overall. But I think the leadership that he's shown uh, this offseason has really uh, been uh, something to take note of. And then uh, his defense as well. I mean, Johnson has said that, you know, he's not just a really good center fielder anymore. He's an elite defensive center fielder. And so that was something that Dylan took pride in this offseason. He really wanted to make sure that he was, um, you know, going to not only be elite at the plate, um, and but elite on the field as well, and I think you're going to see that this year. Josh Pearson is the name that keeps coming up. What do we expect from the second year standout? Yeah, I mean, look, that experience that he had last year at the end of last year is going to be really 
uh, helpful for him. You know, he was a, a mainstay in the rotation last year uh, by the end of the season. He got a lot of postseason looks. Um, I think he's going to he's going to certainly be in the mix there in the outfield. I think there are a number of guys that they're going to look at. Braden Joe Bear uh, has has lost a couple pounds and he's looking a little bit more agile in the outfield. So he might get some more looks. Um, we mentioned Paxton Kling. I think they really like his speed and his defensive instincts as a freshman. Um, but Josh Pearson's certainly going to be in that mix as well. I mean, he was really good for them in, in games last year. And, you know, he's had a little bit of a slower start, I think, to spring than, than many probably expected. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm – particularly in baseball, I'm more of the wait till you see it on the field, you know, to, before you kind of make any rash judgments in terms of slumps. I mean, everybody goes through some hitting slumps. In, in- With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, in a season or in an off season. So, I think they're really high on Josh Pearson. I think he's going to get a lot of opportunity. Uh, and he's somebody that I'm, uh, I think it could certainly you could put in that breakout category uh, as a second-year player here. Uh, Glenn, Paul Skeens is a guy that his name, when it comes up, I mean, it's it's kind of up there with Dylan Cruz on type of expectation for this guy. What Has LSU ever had a type of player like Skeens? And, and, and what is what is the true evaluation and expectation for him going into the year? Yeah, I mean, uh, certainly nobody with just this one year of hype. I mean, it, it, you don't really see a whole lot of transfer players come in here and, and have the expectations that he has uh, immediately on his shoulders uh, from the Air Force Academy. But this is a guy who's going to be a top five pick next year, and it's not just because he can throw the ball really hard, um, but he can also swing the bat a little bit too. I mean, I think you're going to see him in some DH spots this year. I think they're still trying to figure out what the best – Uh, course of action in terms of him hitting uh, in games is and that's something that they'll uh, certainly get a better feel for once they start playing Um, but on the mound this is a an ace I mean he's a guy that could absolutely be a future MLB starter um, and 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 is a guy that I think they have uh, extremely high expectations for and his only improve with Wes Johnson. I mean, he's he talked, you know, he went into great detail with the media last week about some of the improvements he's made to his slider. Uh, he really feels like that's going to be a, a good out, a good strikeout pitch for him. Um, he's certainly a guy that can throw it, you know, 98, 99 miles an hour when he needs to. Uh, but his command of the mound also is really uh, going to be a stellar attribute for this group. And uh, I think you're going to be able to see the talent right away. Uh, Glenn West, remember to read his work over at Go247, opening night of LSU baseball coming up on Friday night. Uh, Glenn and the crew will be over there. Uh, Before I get you out of here, basketball tonight in Athens. 
losers of 10 straight, obviously, in conference play here. Um, tonight feels like a spot where maybe, maybe they could get one. Uh, I mean, maybe. I mean, look, I, 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 at this point, I'm a kind of believe it when I see it kind of guy. I mean, it's just been such a long, difficult stretch for this group. I think the second half uh, of that game uh, on Saturday against Texas A&M was the blueprint in terms of getting more efficient offense. Um, you know, I think they've mm-hmm. they've been getting cleaner looks uh, the last couple games in particular. I think their offense is. Uh, been at least moving well, but they're just not putting the ball in the basket. And I think they're, the early stretches where they don't score uh, really allowed, really let you know, kind of was a letdown moment for them in that uh, that game last on Saturday, and they just let it you know bubble and 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 just overcome them. And so uh, this is a team that's really really low on confidence right now. So I think the the best way that you're looking at a win is if they can get off to a fast start, if they can see a couple go through the basket. Um, that that will certainly, I think, jolt them a little bit. But um, I, I, I just I, I can't see this team winning another game until I actually see them do it. I mean, it's just been some really long stretches of poor play, and um, you know, you, you you get to a point where you feel a little bit bad, you know, just yeah. in terms of just the, the the lack of efficiency on offense. And you know, I can't imagine what it's like when you look up at the scoreboard and you only have two points, you know, eleven minutes into the game. I mean, that's. It's just really tough to overcome. So uh, I think that you know they're they're certainly got an opportunity to, uh, to to win this game. I think you know the certainly this next game against South Carolina as well uh, would would be an opportunity for them to win a game. But uh, until they do it, I'm I'm not believing that they're going to do it. <laughs> do you know anything? Back to baseball, real quick. I get you out of here. Do you know anything about the league other than everybody being in the top ten? I mean, who is the biggest giant out there? It's going to be a slugfest. I mean, I think Tennessee is going to be really good this year. Um, certainly Arkansas. Uh, you can never count out the defending national champs and Ole Miss. Um, I, I think there's going to be a lot of a lot of teams this year that are going to be kind of beating up on each other, just like you see in football mm-hmm. and just like you see in basketball, those elite teams. Um, but I think the biggest thing for LSU is just to, to get out of the early stretch, uh, I think, uh, of conference play. They've got a really tough kind of opening three series uh, but if they can get out of that seven and two, six and three, then I think you're looking at a really good special season. Um, Glenn West from Go Two Four Seven, great stuff as always, man. We appreciate the insight. We'll be checking in soon. All right, thanks, Jordy. Appreciate at, it. Uh, at Glenn West on Twitter is where you follow him and read his work. Great stuff over at Two Four Seven, following the program and following LSU athletics. That conversation brought to you by our friends over at Katie's Restaurant. Katie's Restaurant is a neighborhood restaurant for the entire city. Located down in New Orleans, they're located on uh, Iberville Street, 3701 right there in historical mid-city. They do have something for everyone over at Katie's. Uh, Great cold beer all day. It is a great neighborhood bar and restaurant and a fantastic menu selection. There is, um, like we said, great home dishes great uh southern new orleans dishes uh they've got st louis style pizza over there uh they also have a sister restaurant that you can check out as well over on harrison avenue uh in lakeview and that is uh francesca's that is a a sister restaurant featuring st louis and new orleans style deli menu options so lots of uh, of options and selections for you down there in new orleans compliments of our friend uh, Scott Craig and his crew over at Katie's Restaurant and Francesca's by Katie's uh, in Lakeview to see 
the extensive menu from Katie's. It's easy. Just log online, katiesinmidcity.com. Katiesinmidcity.com. They've been around since 1984. If you want to get a taste, a feel, a, uh, a vibe of the city of New Orleans, um, head over to uh, uh, to Katie's in Mid City. All right, we'll be back. Close that hour one here on the Jordy Colada Show, driven and powered by Go Chevrolet. All right, welcome back here to the show here on this Valentine's Day, Stewie. Have you wished everyone in your life Valentine's Day that deserves it? Yes. Yes. Everybody? Well, I haven't talked to my mom yet today, so you know. Um, This is always a busy day for me. It's my mom's birthday. Ooh. She's a twin. Ooh. So it's my aunt's birthday. Oh, that's tough. It's also my sister's birthday. Coach, that is like, you're in bad. Coach, it's a hell of a holiday. Like. Here you go. I mean, just... <laughs> um, and then, of course, uh, married, Oof. holiday, Valentine's Day. Uh, she's not too big on it, which is good. Yeah, you know, see, but she claims not yeah. to be. And then once you... Yeah, you right. Know, if you don't yeah, get like, anything. You don't have to get me anything. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, if I don't get anything... I'm not falling I'm... for the old banana in the tailpipe trick. <laughs> You're not going to get me on this. I won't hear the end of this. <laughs> I'm not falling victim for this, man. Um, but all in all, in my opinion, highly overrated... Highly, highly overrated holiday. holiday. You know, one for uh, one for the restaurants. Here's a free one for you. Mm-hmm. One for the retail, and uh, obviously shops. one for the floral. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they get the love. It's a Christmas day for uh, for floral shops. And if you are not shopping at Billy Harriman's, what in the hell are you doing with your Valentine's Day shopping? To think that we can bail you out with a free box of chocolates by all you have to do is mention the show. One of three locations, Billy Harriman's everywhere. 272 Rose is the phone number. 272-7673 is the phone number. You can also click on 272rose.com. Mention the show. Whatever your order is, you get a free box of chocolates. Billy Harriman's has three locations. One right here in the Garden District in South Baton Rouge on Perkins Road. Another on Perkins Road out there on Segan and Perkins. And then... Uh, on uh, North Harrells Ferry, off of uh, off of North Harrells Ferry, in between Airline and Sherwood, you can check out the third location of Billy Harriman's Flowers and Gifts, taking care of you here on this Valentine's Day. And like we said, if you mention the Jordy Colada Show, if you mention Out of My League with Nick Diaz, they'll throw in a free box of chocolates as well. So help us help you. We appreciate you uh, taking part in sponsors and um, supporting. Our sponsors, that is fantastic, Mark, on us. And if you don't mind, just mention that you heard it on the show, and they'll throw in a a free box of chocolate for you at uh, any of those three Billy Harriman's locations. So right over here in the Garden District uh, on Perkins Road, uh, in between Segan Lane and Piku uh, on Perkins on uh, for Billy Harriman's, and then uh, off of uh, in between Sherwood and Airline on North Harrells Ferry is where you can find all three of the uh, the Billy Harriman's locations for you. 272rose.com, and uh, give them a call, 225-272-ROSE. If you have procrastinated, if you have put it off like, like I expected you to do, uh, now is crunch time, and you've got to get over to Billy Harriman's. Tell them you heard it on the show. Get a free box of chocolates. Uh, so, and, uh, also happy Valentine's day to everybody out there. Have a great day. Mom, nanny, happy birthday. Anna Catherine, happy birthday. And, uh, happy Valentine's day to my beautiful wife, Kelly. 
Take care of them all. Yeah. Gotta, get, gotta do Smack it all. Them all out. Yeah, knock it all out right Happy here. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody out there. Uh, get over to Billy Harriman's. Tell him you heard him on the show. Uh, Stewie, there is uh, a lot of stuff happening in the world right now, uh, and uh, I'm not getting sucked into the Super Bowl post-coverage. I'm over sports right now, and I'm on to these UFOs. Uh, another UFO has been shot down over a Great Lake. Uh, and if you are, uh, if you're paying attention now, this is three over the last 72 hours. Make of it whatever the hell you want. I know, uh, I've been telling you, uh, that I have been a believer in UFOs and unidentified objects for a long time now. I've been preparing for this. They have been too real for too long. And at some point they were going to come to the party and they're here. Uh, A third has been shot down over Lake Huron. According to the Department of Defense, the object appears to be the same object that had been detected over Montana a day earlier. The airborne object flying about 20,000 feet above Lake Waters was shot down by an F-16 fighter jet with a missile on Sunday afternoon. At the direction of the President of the United States and based on the recommendations of military leadership, Pentagon Press Secretary Brig General Pat Ryder said in a statement, we did not assess it to be kinetic military threat to anything on the ground, but assess it was safety flight hazard and a threat due to its potential surveillance capabilities. The alien mom is More here. More UFOs. They're here, bro. They're here. They're here. Trying to find these videos. Uh, come on in. Happy Valentine's Day. Great sweater. Great sweater. Great sweater. Um... More from the Department of Defense saying that our team will now recover, uh, work to recover the object in an effort to learn more, Ryder said. Earlier in the day, politicians from Michigan said that they were in contact with the Department of Defense about the object. The American people deserve far more answers than we have, (laughs) Representative Jack Bergman tweeted. The downing uh, follows a shoot down of a cylindrical object by the U.S. military in Canada's Yukon Territory on Saturday. Uh, this is the third, Katie. I mean, you called it. You've been saying been this now down. for two years. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> for, since we started this show, you've been talking about UFOs. And now it's on the national news this morning. And I was it's great to be on the good side. It. it is. I was it's great like, to be on the good side. How is this like a aliens. news story? Well, come on over, Stewie. We've got room for you. you know? I mean, did you ever think we'd be just having normal morning news and it would be talking about UFOs? No. no. Kind of shows you where we are in the world Y'all, coverage. that's scary as hell. What are they trying to divert us from? Are they trying to divert us? Stewie thinks it's the chemical spill in Ohio. Yeah, that's weird yeah. that that's not making more headlines, right? Well, Something's I mean, they're, weird they're, they're like throwing the, balloons in the air and they're shooting down UFOs. So are you saying we're getting diverted from the UFOs? Or no, the I UFOs think that the UFO is used? a diversion. Okay, so do you think they're I really mean, we UFOs? don't see UFOs ever. And we've seen three <laughs> since the weekend. Yes. Well, the aliens are very active. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, and they're having a Chernobyl. What is going on? Like event in Ohio. I, I mean, mean like, that's a lot. I think there's a nuclear spill in that train in Ohio. Yeah, I think so too. Like, I mean, I think it's like Chernobyl. Yeah. It's bad. You know what I mean? It, I think, it's like, bad. People are going to like start faces melting. And so stuff. are we being I mean, got to get Burrow out of there quick, right? No. I mean, oh, like, call Come Joe on back right down now. to Baton Rouge, Burrow. Hey, Jamar, you come to New Orleans. You know? So, do you think we're being distracted from um, that? I, I think that we're we're being distracted from something. Okay, I'm trying to decide what the hell is it. What it is? <laughs> I mean, it's a nuclear spill. It's UFOs. It's spy balloons. What's the distraction and what's real? 
I don't know. I mean, y'all. I mean, we could go down some serious rabbit holes. We here. could. We could. We could. We could. Speaking of, did y'all see the rabbit hole commercial in the Super Bowl? That's one we didn't talk about. But while since I said rabbit hole, that was the creepiest thing I've ever seen in my life. Which one? It was that. I think it was for that Tubi commercial or whatever. And it wow, was the Tubi. rabbit. It was going down Tubi a rabbit did it. hole. They, they did it. It was these big, weird, evil rabbits that came and get you and throw you over their shoulder, and then they all go to rabbit holes and throw the people down. And then it was just about going down a rabbit hole trying to find something to watch. Uh. I was terrified. Uh, Tubi did it, though. Tubi did. They did it. I mean, they have everybody talking about their spot afterwards. Yesterday at practice, everybody was talking about the Tubi commercial. Everywhere. You're still talking about the Tubi commercial. Mm -hmm. Two days after the spot. Tubi has done it. They won They've it. done it. Who's their marketing person? We need um, to find out. FM Digital Media. <laughs> Surprise. It was us the whole time. Um, but yeah, I'm a little concerned about all this stuff. The UFOs? Yeah. Chernobyl? The Chernobyl yeah. obviously would be a bigger... Con- mm-hmm. Would it? I guess. Yeah. Bigger yeah. Concern? This is... The UFOs? You know, for sure. Kind of serious. For sure. But so are aliens. The aliens like are just in. here to party, man. Yeah. They're not are here they? to cause any controversy. They're not here to do anything bad. Okay. I mean, I've been telling you all this for ages. How do you know they're not I'm just playing the hunch here. I'm pl- I got a feeling. I, I got like, a feeling on the a- aliens. Yeah, they're not like as they bad as you crack them up to be, man. So you don't think they want to come over and take us over? The Bama fan base are worse than the aliens. Really and truly. 100%. I mean, I'm telling you. We know people directly. You know people like that are in your social circle that are worse than extraterrestrials. <laughs> You're right. Yes. You're right. I'm serious. You're right. I mean, like... <laughs> More dangerous, I would rather sure. hang out with, you know, people from Mars than <laughs> 70% of my circle. I feel like some of my circle is from Mars, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, yours definitely are. I know. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. That's really... That's, that's interesting, Jordy, though. I mean, this is all really coming together for you. Yeah, no, I mean, I, you knew at some point that they were they were not just going to sit and watch anymore. But I still don't know if they're if they come in peace or not. That I still have a question. We come they, in peace. If they didn't come in peace, we would know. I know. Maybe like, they've been studying us. No, 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 no. They they are they're far more advanced than coming and just monitoring the situation. Yeah. They know what's up. They've been around for a long time. You think I they could have just laser exploded absolutely. by now? Absolutely. I mean, Edward we're Snow- at their mercy. Yeah. Edward Snowden right says it's BS. Who? Edward Snowden, the, the guy that's like a traitor to yeah. the U.S., he says it's BS. What's BS? Like all of this. The UFOs, aliens? The UFOs? The balloons thing, he says it's BS. But not the Chernobyl. Not the Chernobyl. Shit. Okay. Yeah, that's just that. That's that actually. Happened. Well, so why are they no, putting the this out there real. if it's BS? Like, why? Why even make this a news story? I'm telling you, there's some type of diversion. Oh, I'm scared. Taking us for something. Look over here. On. So no doubt do about it. Over yeah, here. No doubt about it. It's a circus act up there in Washington. Yeah. I know. I mean, come on now. <laughs> Put that fake UFO in the air. <laughs> I know. Hurry I up! Like hurry up! Shoot it down over the Great Lakes. <laughs> Make it make a scene. In fact, put spy balloons over Montana now. Right now? Right now. Make them have China and American parts and really throw them off. Piss China off while we're at it. <laughs> exactly. That's Blame it on them. Do. That's what we need to do. Make China and Russia mad at us. Brock TV, stay off the weed, Jordy. I will not. <laughs> it's not us. Clearly, this is out on the news. It's not just us. Man, y'all are going to need some weed when we start getting invaded by aliens. Uh, Mark, tell me four train derailments in a month. 
Nothing to see here. Yeah, Is that that's, right? That's weird. I don't know. I, yeah. I've known of one more, but I didn't know there were four. Yeah. I saw one in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. I was informed by an informed friend. Oh. Lloyd. He was telling me all about this yesterday. Oh. He said he's been doing his research. Really? He's got time. A lot of downtime. He does have time. <laughs> so, he does a lot of time. downtime on death he row. He needs to do a UFO segment. Yeah. He's been helping me out. He talked yesterday. Had a long talk about the UFO situation. And yeah. The, is he in or is he out? Oh, he's in. He's I in. Mean, come on. That's yeah. Lloyd. That's Lloyd.com. <laughs> right, right. Remember the one movie, though, where they said that, which one? It was the Tom Cruise one. And the aliens were buried underground like this whole time. Vanilla Sky? No. <laughs> Uh, was it um, the Tom Cruise alien movie War of the Worlds I think it was right oh, yeah. and that was the one where they would vanilla sky <laughs> where they were buried the whole time under us like since like what like the beginning of time Tom thing. Cruise and Dakota Fanning yeah and oh then they, they rise up wow. you know from the earth <laughs> she was so annoying save movie? the world please Tom <laughs> yeah that was weird that's cheesy right but yeah, it still, was very they could cheesy. be buried under us right mm, they could they I could mean, be under like underwater yeah Mm. They're here, though. There's no debate that the aliens are here. Would you go up to one? If For one, sure, you would. Yeah, absolutely. Like, absolutely. Would you try I'm to, going. Like, I'm, I'm. I'm playing this thing with no fear. I'm playing this thing with no fear. See, I'm I feel telling like you, aliens. Have if like they just walked in right now, I would invite him in and sit him down. Sit down. I'd offer Pull him. That mic I'd up. offer him something. And I mean, if he wanted to fight, I would try to defuse the situation. Literally, yeah, that's all you can. Do. You know, but I mean, then if he told, you know, he took me and did some weird, you know, alien shit. This is the stuff that I'm really trying to sign up for. I would like to. <laughs> you want to be abducted? Let me come hang out with for the boys. A minute. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not, not taken away and like, you know, like sent yeah. to die and torture. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I mean, my play is, I, I have been an advocate of yours, bro, yeah. for a long time. <laughs> right. There are a lot of people out there that have talked a lot of shit about you, yep. and I have not been one of them. They know. And I have been inviting you here. I have said that this is a warm place for you, so do not torture me in your homeland, wherever we're going. I'm just trying to ride in this UFO. I'm trying to see how y'all live. I'm trying to taste a little of y'all's food. Maybe sample a little of y'all's hallucinogens. You know, like, yeah. what do y'all do? Like, what do y'all get? How do y'all exactly. get down? What y'all's music sound like? Oh, man. How do y'all so dance? Questions. Are y'all sexually active over here? I know, right? Like, what's going on? Like, well, how do y'all reproduce? Yeah, but maybe not. Maybe it's just a totally different yeah. way of life. You know, I mean, maybe that's, that's what I'm signing up for. Yeah. Right? I mean, I'm not, I come in peace. <laughs> I kind of want you to get abducted now. I kind of do too. And report back. But... <laughs> Just bring me back, bro. <laughs> Just bring me back. Like, I'm not trying to. But what if it's awesome? I know. You're right. Can we go back and get a couple of friends you're or some right. people I want to bring? Yeah. And stay there. Mm. I bet they have no politics. I feel like, it's like it would be like a, a episode of Rick and Morty. Just it would be on, like that. It just would be going like in that. space and just hanging out with the yeah. aliens, you know. That would be awesome. No, no. Man, I'm a little nervous. I feel a little nervous in. about it. I'm in. Let's do it. Just because this seems like it's really like they're really hit, hitting us. Like with this. I don't know why they're hanging out over the Great Lakes though. I mean, like water out of the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, man. Check it out. It's much warmer down a here. Great Lake. Huh? What if they're Ooh. under a Great Lake? What if there are some aliens buried under a Great Lake? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mm. What if they take you to like a different I lived on Lake universe. Erie for a summer. <laughs> You didn't see anything. <laughs> I never caught the vibe. I never. That summer, there was nothing. I never, I never caught the vibe. I never. It never struck me. What are our listeners thinking right now? They're like, they've lost it. Hey, you better start. You better start re- repairing some of those relationships with the extraterrestrials, man. We're deflecting Valentine's Day. Is what we're doing with uh, this. You know, we talked about it. We gave it. We gave our spiel. I'm kidding. What I'm are your kidding. expectations today? Oh, none. I just do kids mm, stuff. Don't fall for it, David. We'll no, I'm none. serious. We both, we're not really don't, into Valentine's. I do Valentine's for the kids. Don't fall for the old banana in the, pit, in the tailpipe, bro. <laughs> Cooper, of course, threw last minute at me. I need to get flowers and gifts for his girlfriend who's coming guy. over tonight. Mm. Same time Sophie's tutor is coming over. So I was like, y'all can just go in this room and just be quiet. And I was like, well, wait. No, you yeah. can't go in there yeah. and be quiet. I'm going to close on. this door. Right. I started thinking <laughs> And that lock through. it. I know. Y'all hold, are all getting tuned. Hold all my calls. <laughs> How old? 16? He is 15. Just 15? turned 15. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's the sweet spot age right there. I know. Mm. He's a little nervous, so we got uh, that happening today. Yeah. I'd lock that door, too. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. no... People in people's rooms. Let no. me show you the new construction on the third yeah. floor. <laughs> <laughs> show you how my new room looks. <laughs> I do I do kid Valentine's, but I don't do like I don't get like romantic Valentine's stuff. Do y'all? Do y'all do this day? Uh, I do not. You yeah. know, I mean I I, I don't Yeah, last That's okay. Year, last year I just like just bought some weed. Yeah. yeah. Did my little thing. It's whatever. Yeah, like, it's whatever yeah, anybody yeah, wants it to be. But like it's not it's not my day. Like, right. So it's a lot of pressure. For the women. Mm-hmm. And like, women for expect you to go off. I don't. Some do. Some do. <laughs> yes. And it's like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm just hanging out. Like, why can't we just hang out like we were before? Why is this so serious? I didn't even get David a card. But it's not about mm. getting David a card. It's about David getting you a card. Well, I don't think do he you got Do you expect one card. from David? I don't, no. Oh, see, I need to find a... Like no dinner, no nothing. It's just a, it's just a Tuesday. I mean, yeah, kids okay. have sports. I yeah, mean, we got yeah, a tutor yeah. coming up. I mean, you know, like what yeah, the hell yeah, carpool do? this morning? Like, yeah, yeah it's yeah. a lot going on yeah. around it's here. It's not very romantic, yeah. and that's okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't really... appreciate the card. Yeah, right. I don't you get the kid with that. <laughs> oh, whoa! <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, you prick! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot for remembering. No, I would never. Cardell, he is indeed dropping. Sure. <laughs> Who? Oh, Reed Cordell's comment in the chat. He used an eggplant emoji. <laughs> <laughs> I really just like the kids to be my Valentine's. That's kind of what the day is to me. Okay. That's all. Yeah, it's very nice. Today's like a big family birthday for me. Is it? Yeah. Who? Like my mom, she is a twin. Right. So her. Their birthdays are on Valentine's sister, Day. And then my sister. Which one? Anna. Really? Her birthday's today? Today. That's cool. Right. So. She has the same birthday. No, they're not. No. Okay. <laughs> so a hell of a day for my dad. That's right. That's oh, a hell God. of a day for my father. Your, your I'm sure dad. he would not appreciate me talking Jeez. about this on the air. I know. But now you that just, I'm thinking it through. If you just like, say it out loud, my yeah. half-sister and my mother oh, God. share birthdays. Oh, yeah. God. I mean, like, I've never called her my half-sister in my life. You know what I mean? But just, yeah. to, just to paint the picture right, for the right. audience. Right, right. I mean, it was a... What a day. Uh, an epic day. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, mean, I had to say like, it out loud to get it, and then I was like, oh. Of all days. Yeah. Of all. 
of the day. There's 365 of these things (laughs) in a year. Happy birthday. And one. But I have to go to the hospital. The one day. God. The one. Oh, jeez. I mean, just. (laughs) Okay. You know what I mean? Happy Valentine's Day, Frankie. Everybody. (laughs) (laughs) What a day. Right. Hell of a day. Hell of a day. Man, Graham Kelly's making everybody look bad. He's up early getting flowers and chicken minis Ugh, to bring to her work. Graham, this guy, man. He's Bro. the guy. And he has dinner yeah. reservations tonight. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Graham. You make Graham. us all look bad. Yeah, Graham. Man, that even makes it So he's look walking bad. into her workplace yeah. with a bunch of gifts. Chicken minis. Graham, that you, guy, dude. You better be, that guy. You better be spread eagling tonight, that Coach. Guy. Yeah, Graham. If, you, if you're doing all of this, it you're better getting be. Lucky tonight, I'm stealing Graham. all those chicken minis off of her desk. Right. Like. <laughs> Appreciate it, Graham. <laughs> oh, man. Um, all right. Not a lot of sports going on here. No. UFOs, aliens, <laughs> LSU basketball tonight versus Georgia. Oh, geez. Yeah, they don't I'm get so one tonight. Not. If they can't get it tonight, it's going to be tough. South Carolina comes in here on Saturday. That's their best chance for a win all season long Ugh. is on Saturday. This is kind of sad. It'll be a battle of bad. It will be a, a battle of... Really, really bad basketball yeah, on Saturday. First one is 60 wins. Uh, but tonight, LSU is taking on Georgia in Athens. I think they catch Georgia at this spot where Georgia might be feeling themselves a little bit coming off of an enormous conference win versus mm-hmm. Kentucky on Saturday. Huge conference win. I mean, uh, the Wildcats had bludgeoned Georgia earlier in the conference schedule in January. And for them to get the win at home on Saturday was a really uh, – look, that was a big day for, for Georgia basketball. A new coach, Mike White, uh, formerly of uh, Florida and Louisiana native Mike White. Um, but Kentucky's still not ranked, right? No, no, so they're not. But not you, still like beat Kentucky, the, you, you still beat the – you know, you beat the jersey. Right, right? You, exactly. You, you beat the, 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 the program. Exactly. Um, and – you might catch him in a spot where that was an emotional think LSU women's basketball versus Tennessee to the follow-up game on Thursday night versus Georgia, mm-hmm. right? Where emotions so high versus Tennessee, everybody's buzzing. Tigers are playing well, get the win to bounce back on Thursday night. It was kind of like, you know, like sludge. It was kind of like kind of trying to walk through mud. I mean, it was just, it was, everything was difficult. You really couldn't get going. It was just, everything was 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 hard to do. And it was because you were probably emotionally, physically, just kind of spent. And I, look, I, I'm not claiming to know. I know the mental toughness of Georgia basketball. I just know from a competitive standpoint, that's usually how it kind of ebbs and flows, right? You get super, super high for a for for a a game. There, the, you know, the come down is is something that you got to be able to navigate. And good teams are the ones that are able to do that. Georgia's not good. <laughs> you know, what I mean, like it just honestly, and I know LSU's not either, but. <laughs> This is a, a chance for a team that has – I thought LSU played its best basketball of the year the last 20 minutes of the game on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I know that's – you know, I mean, that, that's giving you a, a you know, a, a morale win and a loss, and I, I preach against those and I don't believe in them. But, you know, I mean, for as bad as LSU's been all season long, if you haven't stopped watching, which I 
imagine a lot of you have done. Even Matt McMahon said, I saw in his press <laughs> conference yesterday, he couldn't believe that people were there in the second half. Oh, that's so sad. Like he said out loud, I would have left. Like you had to mention the, the marketing department's probably like, she. I know. No, right? no, no, don't say that. Don't, Matt, Matt. I mean, like, coach. Yeah, that's We're a, trying to that's sell tickets, man. Don't tell mine. people that you wouldn't come. God is you know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, like if, if I'm at Georgia, my hype video, that's the opening scene of my hype video. Like the coach didn't even want to be in the I arena. Know. Jeez. You know what I mean? And, but I get what he was saying. You know what I mean? In context, out of context, we can make up the story. In context, he was just saying they had played so bad in the first half. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Which they, they were, they played brutal. I mean, they, Texas A&M got out to a 26 to four run against LSU at one point it was 26 to 4. I mean when you saw the score on television I mean you were like is this a joke? No. I thought they were clowning when they tweeted. And it. for as bad <laughs> as the first half was and it was brutal. It was bad as we said. Matt McMahon head coach was curious on why the fan base hadn't left. But whoever stayed and watched which I watched the second half I thought that was the best offense that they had put together all season long. Adam Miller and Tyrell Ward were at least in attack mode and playing aggressive and bringing a fight to the defense and getting to the free throw line and making shots and knocking down three-pointers, things that you have not seen from LSU basketball at all throughout this, this losing streak. And if there was anything that, that I took away from Saturday night was if they play with that type of life and energy and they can score like that, they should be in some games. And basketball is a game where if you're hovering around the number in the last two minutes, who knows how the ball is going to bounce. And, you know, there's only so many times where it can bounce against you. And LSU is due. And I, don't, I know that doesn't mean that it's going to happen. Just that, you know, but if you can keep it close, if you can hang around... And be around, you know, the, 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 the total at the end or just be around, you know, and have a chance to win at the end. Then, you know, I mean, attacking and being aggressive on offense and knocking down shots like they showed that they could do at least for 20 minutes on Saturday night. They should be able to get off of this, this losing streak at some point over the next couple of games. I mean, whether it's tonight versus Georgia, whether it's Saturday versus South Carolina, whether it's next week versus Ole Miss in Oxford. I mean, there's just games coming up where they should have opportunity. I don't think that they're going to beat Missouri. No, but they could beat Ole Miss. They, could, they could beat Ole Miss mm -hmm. in Oxford. They could beat Georgia tonight they in could. Athens. They could. And they better beat South Carolina at home on yes. Saturday. But, you know, I mean, Freaking you say Hunter that. Hall just said, who is number it. one in college hoops? Who? Hunter Hall. Who is Purdue? Bama. Is there a new poll out? Yeah. Okay. They're number one. I feel Sweet. bad for Nerd. Graham Miller. We really got everybody going. Bama's a basketball school. Bama is it? Well, tied. They are. They're Alabama kind of hoops. And a basketball school. What happened to Graham? Poor Graham. You know, we went hard on him, and everybody in the chat started going in on it too. And he was supposed to have a surgery today, and it got canceled. So that's why he has extra time for Valentine's Day. She should be bringing Sorry, you Graham. stuff on she Valentine's should. Day, Graham. Graham. Sorry, Graham. Oh, Graham. Sorry, man. So are y'all depressed that football's over? Yes. Everybody depressed. I almost cried, so did. Yeah. Uh, 
like I said, like Stewie and I were talking about, I mean, we spend so much time bitching and complaining about football season, and I still find myself in the middle of the year not watching a lot of football. Mm-hmm. See, I watched too much football this year. Like, but now you can't. I just hunker down on weekends and just watch football. But I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm an elitist when it comes to football. I just want the good games. Yeah. No, well, yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm SEC, out on the XFL. CBS, like. That's I'm it. out yeah, on, like, same. you know, Vanderbilt and <laughs> USFL Kentucky. USFL is coming back too, Coach. That's right. How are there – see, there's not this many players, though. That's the problem. Yeah. I love the leagues, and I love the fact that they're they're trying to play minor league football. But at the end of the day, where are you getting your players from? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, are you getting your – are they coming from the SEC or are they coming from the Mountain West? Because if they're coming from the Mountain West, I'm out. And everybody that's in the SEC that's worth a damn's in the NFL. Yeah. And if they're worth maybe a damn, there sounds like they're in the XFL. Yeah. So who the hell is the USFL playing with? <laughs> I mean, did you try out? Yeah, I could. <laughs> At least we have some stories to still watch. We still have Aaron Rodgers. He should be going yeah. into his. He went retreat. in last night. He went in last night. Oh last God. Night. Okay. Wait four days, right? He's there. So we've got yeah, start four the clock. days. So yeah. we'll have that to watch. We got Derek Carr to watch, right? Yeah, he's getting cut today. That's what, that's if what you the were the Jets head coach, because there are there are whispers out there that the Jets are the leader for Aaron Rodgers. Really? The, 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 you know, the Jets are a quarterback away. No, it's Paul Sila, kind of the, the bald dude, kind of uh, really intense. Robert, Robert Sila, the, the uh, head Robert coach. Robert Sila. Yeah. Uh, but I'm saying, like, Nathaniel Hackett, might have, I think he was the OC in Green He was, Bay. and he took the Jets job, right? Yeah. Okay. So would you, if you're Sala, would you go spend the four-day dark – no talking, quiet retreat with Rodgers if that meant you get him. What do you mean spend it with him? Be in there with him? Absolutely. I mean, if that's what it took. I guess if you really want him. Then I yeah. mean, remember, Vrabel. Whatever. Vrabel said that he would cut his penis off for a Super Bowl. Okay. Well, okay, that's like deep. I mean, damn. Said that he was married, said he did, had no use for it. <laughs> yeah. That's awful. And oh, yeah, said damn. that he would he would cut his penis off to win a Super Bowl. Mike Vrabel, the head coach of damn. the Tennessee Titans. Damn, I'd go to Tennessee. And testicle. was like pressed on it. That's heavy. And was like, Mike. And he was like, I'm, No, I'd probably cut it off. I'm with it. I see I'm to win I'm a out. Super Bowl. I'd go testicle. How old is he? But nah. uh, Mike Vrabel's he's probably Brady's age. Yeah, he he is, played he with 40s. Brady. He played with Brady and the Patriots. You He's a really good-looking dude, that too. Age. Yeah, you can't lose your penis. He's a like, football guy. But I understand. No, he's a major football like, guy. He's like <laughs> he's got the football chin, bro. Like he was crying after a game because one of the players gutted out playing through an injury. Like he's a football Jeez. guy. Okay. How old is he? Let's see. So he's forty-seven. The one okay, so Brady's forty-five. Okay. Yeah, I would go spend the four days if that meant that I got him. If I thought if I wanted to win the Super Bowl that bad and I thought it was going to take Aaron Rodgers as my QB, then yeah, but are the mindless or the Jets mindless? Like, if I'm Sawyer, I'm I'm meeting him there. He's I'm waiting on Rodgers when he gets yeah. to the retreat. What are you doing Aaron? I got your play. Not? I got your iPad when you get out. <laughs> going to sit here with you. Why not? I mean, I'll be right here, buddy. I don't think Aaron would allow that though. No, he uh, wouldn't. But just you know the commitment. Yeah, a Rod. We're in. We love you. We absolutely love you. Yeah. If you want to extend this stay to six days, it doesn't matter. We're all in. Yeah, you can come whenever. <laughs> so now, and we got to watch Derek Carr. And what about Jimmy G? Mm. Uh, the market's about to, to explode Saints? for Jimmy G, possibly. Okay. Patriots, maybe. Possibly. Is that our next push for the Saints? Mm. Derek Carr, it's not happening with Derek Carr, right? It is. He's getting cut today. Okay. So. 
Like, so he's going to become a free agent. Yeah. And the Saints don't have to, like, trade anything away to get him. So he could still go. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're interested maybe, in each other. Maybe there's a deal worked out. Yeah. Yeah. There's, you know, there's something worked out behind the damn scenes. Everything's scripted, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, I read two polls, speaking of about that play call, that, you know, I thought it was the wrong call, and I know that's... What, the scene. holding? Yes. Katie, it was holding. 60, it was holding, but the, I agree with her. It was not the right a, call. 64% of people that took the poll in the athletics said it was not the right call. It I agree. Was not I agree with Katie. And then 55% on another outlet. I mean, Stu, there's no doubt it was holding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the debate is not whether or not it was holding. It's about the time of the game. The debate is yeah. whether or not it was the right call. Yeah. I mean, look. And to me, I, look, you're gonna get you're gonna get skewered mm-hmm. either way. Yeah. I mean, like if you're a Kansas City fan, you you think how do you not Make that call. Make that call. If I'm in Philly, yeah. I mean, how the fuck does he make that call? <laughs> Wait, did you see Jabari Smith's story? They were in Philly for the Super Bowl, and he's like, bro. Wait, the Rockets, Jabari Smith? The, yes. Yeah. And he's like, y'all need to go to bed. Like, y'all are outside my room. I got him beat uh-huh. tomorrow. And y'all are outside uh, my I'm room sure. beating drums. I'm like, sure. And he's like, Pat Mahomes just sent y'all home, cuz. Like, yeah, go to it's sleep. Over. <laughs> like, it's over. Even if you agree with the call, though, you have to admit, like, I mean, it kind of put a damper on a pretty Kitty. exciting game. Kitty, yeah, that, the, the, the argument is, is that I wanted to see Jalen Hurts with the ball down seven. Uh, yeah, Me too. it would have been great. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Down three. Right. Down three. Right, right. I, w- I wanted Jalen Hurts. I-, I just wanted the last team with the ball have a chance to win. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean... That game was was tri- I mean, the NFL skates on so much. The fact that the playing surface oh was not suitable and slippery is still to me. That's like it's insubordination. Same. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. it's like it's like. So wait, you're going to tell Patrick Mahomes, who is maybe the most marketable player in your league right now. To go out there and play on a sheet of ice While he's with a injured. high ankle sprain? <laughs> like, what are we doing just to preserve the Rihanna exactly. entertainment? Like, this, this is, is this what this is about? Exactly. I mean, the NFL, and look, they, they got away with it. They, they, there's not as much pushback. But the fact that they played on an ice rink for the Super Bowl... The more you think, I mean, think about if we were talking about the NBA Finals Mm -hmm. and Giannis and LeBron and Kevin Durant and Kyrie and all these like Luka are just like slipping and sliding all over the court. And the NBA came out and was like, yeah, well, I mean, we we use this different form of 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 wax and shine on the floor and it just didn't work out. It was just slippery. Like, you'd be like, what? I mean, what if Giannis breaks his leg? I mean, what if what if that final field goal, Butker, what's his yeah. name? Butker. What if he slips and busts his ass? That's the thing. We'd be having a different conversation right now if there was an injury. That was crazy to me. Not even an injury. Like, if he'd a whiffed. Yeah. You know, like, if he'd have, like, slipped, fell, missed the ball. Oh, yeah. You know, like... <laughs> I mean, he had to be thinking that in his head. Yes. I mean, because you know, as a competitor, when you're walking on that, you're probably yes. like, this is I mean, flimsy. Well, if we're all staring at it in disbelief, then imagine what I they mean, felt like. It looked like. good, but you could tell. Yeah, like, it was shredded. Could, it yeah. was shredded. It was shredded. It looked t- like trash all over the field. You could tell from, from the play one. 
It was, it was yeah. Bad. This is. Yes. Oh, I, I would imagine they probably knew in warm ups. Yeah, they were probably like, oh Absolutely. shit. Yep. Two years, eight hundred thousand dollars, and this thing's a bust. That's sick. This thing is a bust. Like we just spent the last two years of our life dedicating it to the turf of the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and it can't make it through warm ups. I know. We're we're about to put. World class athletes and a <laughs> rock concert. I know. Out here. And about to make them play on ice. And they can't flip a coin on here. How did that happen? I still just don't get that. I mean, that's what happened to Jalen Hurts. Yeah. He, on that on the end of the game. His foot slipped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he had to he had to yeah. switch he switched I mean, the, like field, three the, times. The, the Eagles uh place kicker. I mean he busted his ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. On I cannot believe that there's not more I can't pushback either. on that to the to the NFL. At least like from like the players association. Yeah. Like, yo, are you trying to kill us? Yeah. Like I don't care what you're trying to portray right. and what you're trying to entertain the world with. First things first, you better protect us. Yes. Like I mean, like you got Chris Jones and I mean Lane Johnson out there on I mean they're ice skating out there. Yeah. That was man. I, I cannot believe that the NFL has not had to answer. I know more for, but I mean they they, they skate on everything. They get away, you know. I mean they get away with they everything. But I mean everything. like this is something that I thought would be like it, it, their own employees. Mm-hmm. I mean it would be your own workforce right. being like, yo, this is this is it. This is we can't work here. Right. I mean we can't. What do you what do you want me to do here? This is <laughs> I'm gonna break my leg. <laughs> I mean, not, I've already got, you know I mean, like this linebacker running downhill at me. <laughs> now i got to worry about slipping, busting my ass. I mean, it was, I cannot believe that the Super Bowl playing surface was unplayable. I know. Like, I, like say that out games, loud. I know. It's like, say different. that out loud. Like, the Super Bowl playing surface failed. Yeah. It just, it, it's, it, it, that is amazing. It really is. That is amazing. How are they going to change that for next year? They won't. Okay. Where's no, the game next year? I, I'm Where's the game next Vegas. year? Vegas? Vegas. It's going to be the same thing. Yeah. It's the mm-hmm. same type of problem. Yeah. It will be. It's the same issue. But I think Vegas, like, they have, like, they don't have the little They slide don't, they don't have it on track. Yeah. It's just, mm-hmm. like, grass. Like, yeah. they just service their field. Right. And they could close the dome. I mean, just water yeah. it and cut it, bro. Yeah. I don't right? know. Quit overthinking this thing. But I will say no season-ending injuries from this slippery grass. But the mental part of it, bro, the mental part of playing a game when the surface is like that, I'm not getting your best. I'm not getting everything that you can give because you're playing a half a step or a step slower thinking, I got to keep my balance. And maybe that wasn't for everybody, but you could see it was for some people. And the fact that those guys got to go out there and think about that is, that's a crime. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, the, somebody needs to answer for that. Like, yeah. that's, the fact that those guys got to that game on that stage and had to worry about slipping and falling on the on the turf yeah. is, I, and, and look, I'm not saying that the NFL didn't put resources towards trying to make it better, but you should have known at so like there should have been like a six month test. Mm-hmm. If it's gonna take two years, that's like weird six thing. months out, we need to know like this isn't gonna hold up. Did they not test it? Like that's crazy if I they just, didn't. I right? mean, if they I know that they they say that they spent eight hundred thousand dollars on so it. Stupid. I mean, like eight hundred thousand <laughs> so dollars on what? I know on what? 
On, on what did you spend 800 G's? I, I know, right? Grass. Like they said, like they, 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 um, they like put together a certain type of sod and soil and sand and like, you know, like put it all together okay. into, yeah, right. I mean, I get that there's a lot to that. I mean, you know, but still. It's a it's bust. Dumb. It was a bust. It was a bust? It was a bust. It's a bust? Yeah. Uh, hit that like button, share button, comment button. We appreciate you being here on this Tuesday. Uh, as uh, we remind you all the time, make sure and uh, subscribe to the channel if you have not subscribed. Please subscribe as uh, you can uh, keep up with the content and know what's going on here. As uh, we talked to LSU men's basketball tonight at Georgia. Uh, Off-season football now in play for both college football and the NFL. So we will be covering and getting you ready for spring football practice as uh, LSU will be hitting the field in a couple of weeks here. Man, really? Uh, that soon? Yeah, I mean, they'll Wait, start in March. The they, March. They released the schedule? Oh, they have not released the uh, Are we allowed to go? Um, <laughs> Are we still banned? We I, I think I, I think we should be getting some good news here, um, just about access and everything. Oh, good. Um, that, that should open us up a little bit of a, a lane here. Brian, we nice. are forever in debt yes, to you. Yes, yes, yes. Nice. Yes, yes. I think I hear. I think you. we got a little bit of a we got we got a little bit of a, a lay of the land last year. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. yeah. We, you know. we did. New principal in town. Uh -huh. Had to skate around a little bit. Right, mm -hmm. right. Uh, See what parts yeah, of the okay. building okay. I can't yeah. go in. Is this a new role? Uh, <laughs> right. Been doing this for a little Van Wilderish. Sorry, <laughs> sorry that we were writing our own rules. Vice principal Bonnet keeps us in check. Yes, that's right. That's He's right. always going to keep us in check. The call off the record. Hey, man. <laughs> look, 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 I had to suspend yeah, you. Yeah, I usually don't like making these calls, but I had to call you and let you know that. Uh, don't come to school tomorrow. Or the rest of the week. <laughs> the rest of the week. Actually, the rest and of the month. You can tell your friend group they can't come as well. <laughs> exactly. So We're okay, though. We made it out of that. Yeah, we made it out. All right, right, right. Came out on top. Yeah. Um, all right, remember to hit that like button, share button, comment button. Big story today is Grant Taylor being out for the season for LSU baseball. He's got a torn UCL, and you hate this for Taylor. That as sucks. Yeah, we talked to Glenn. Uh, we, we were talking to, uh, to Big Glenn West from uh, 247. He's got a pretty good article, a uh, really good article up on it over at uh, 247sports.com. Look, LSU is going to be able to handle this from a depth standpoint. Yeah. But what you don't want to happen is you don't want to start, you know, losing this depth, uh, first off, before the season starts. Uh, and second off, to injury, right? Mm -hmm. I think that uh, there's going to be a couple of, as we said earlier in the show, there's going to be a couple of odd arms out in this rotation, in this bullpen, uh, in this, this, this pitching staff. Just because, I mean, there's only one ball, right? And you've got so many arms uh, and you've got a lot of talented arms uh, that are competing for spots, not only in the starting rotation, uh, but in, in in relief roles, uh, whether it's it's middle relief setup guys to closers. And I think Grant Taylor was a guy that was really trending towards a spot in that closing in that closing role. So you know, I mean, you're talking about somebody that the staff had identified from a standpoint of someone that they wanted to use in a, a key isolated role. And now you've just got to find that, that, that person on whoever is going to, to step up 
Will somebody? Absolutely. I, I believe. There's plenty of them, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's, there, there, there's too Patrick many. Heard. Well, I think Paul Skeens is a Skeens your guy. You know right. what I mean? I think he's your ace. I mean, he's 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 going to be your Friday night guy. I mean, we asked uh, Glenn West a couple of, uh, you know, during during his segment of, you know, w- what do you know about Skeens? He said, well, you know, really the, the thing that you do know is that, uh, you know, he's the dude. I mean, he's he's the one that's going to lead the bullpen after that you know i mean i think you've, you've got some guys like you know christian little who transferred over from vanderbilt mm-hmm. thatcher Hurd, who transferred over from ucla ty floyd is back as we said freshman uh chase shore's name keeps coming up as someone to look out for hell i've even heard you know bryce collins name pop up from time to time as a new arm to watch out for so and aiden they, moffett they, Sam yeah Dutton, all freshmen right i mean they've got They've Sam, got options. I think yeah. Sam Dutton's a soft. But what do you do? I feel, I mean, how disappointing for Grant, right? I mean, I can't even yeah. imagine. And then what do you do? What does he do the entire season? Uh, rehabs. Yep. Rehabs for yeah, next Yeah, I mean, he'll go, he'll go to surgery, and then he'll go into a very intensive rehab. I mean, that mm-hmm. for a pitcher is, you know, I mean, it's it's. You'll see it's him. Intense. You'll see so him in the dugout with the little thing on his arm. he have to come back and play? Uh, he like, wouldn't have to, but, but it would be very smart. he could go to the draft? Smart. It would be smart for him, too. Yeah, yeah. You know, smarter I mean, I, to play another I, I think that people at the next level would have questions of how you are going to bounce right. back from that. You know, like what's going to what's going to be the repercussions of yeah. that? And he could go answer a lot of those questions next year for LSU. Mm-hmm. And if he comes back fully rehabbed and is 100% healthy and is able to go through next year and shows no signs – of you know setbacks from the injury then he's on he's on pace yeah you know he's on schedule to what all of these guys ultimately want to happen is they want to get drafted they want to go to the show they want to go to the big leagues they want to go you know earn their way to to major league baseball and um you know i mean this is this is a route unfortunately that a lot of you know, his peers and people before him have had to take just because the nature of the mm-hmm. position and the nature of, of, of the sport. Like we said, there's a lot of wear and tear on elbows by the time guys get to college. Yeah. You know, there's a lot more than there was just because how much more baseball people are playing year round. Right. And um, so this has become not prominent, but it's become regular. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's become... Yeah. It's pretty normal. Yeah, it's become very normal. Um, so you're right. It's terrible. It sucks for Grant Taylor. He'll have a long, uh, intensive rehab from LSU baseball standpoint. Um, this might be best case scenario for him, though, right? Like I'm saying, like you don't want to get injured, but mm-hmm. you'd rather get injured before the season. Sure, from a timing the, standpoint. Yeah, from a timing, timing yeah. standpoint. Yes, yeah. you know. Right. Rehab the whole season, and you'll be back probably by fall ball. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, I just can't imagine the disappointment, though. Yeah. Especially being number one going into the season. Like kind of like Mason Smith. Yeah. Just being the exactly. guy. Like, knowing you're the guy. Exactly. And like, first game, first drive, I'm done. Brutal. It's just like, Brutal. damn. Ugh. Brutal. I'll never I can't, forget that. I cannot think of a more just tragic, like, yeah. just more of a... Like, gut punch. Yeah. Uh, just say what? Yes. And you could see it from like no the doubt. He I, was, took I mean, the I, step. my eyes went directly to Jamar Kane, and we're talking about Mason Smith, yes. mm-hmm. LSU star, five star defensive tackle who was injured on the opening drive of the 2022-2023 football season for LSU versus Florida State in the Superdome, and arguably at that time was LSU's best 
defensive player. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, you nobody knew about Harold Perkins. Nobody had seen LSU play. You know, B.J. Ojolari was probably right there, you know, mm-hmm. in that discussion. But Ojolari and Smith were the headliners on LSU's defense going into the year. And, I mean, 15, 10 minutes into the game, he is celebrating a play that he made by pushing Florida State's offense, offensive line into the runner. The runner bounces outside gets tackled by, I believe, Ojolari. Major Burns. Major Burns. And Mason Smith jumps to celebrate, and you can see it as clear as day. When mm-hmm. he comes down, he blows his knee out. I remember it. We were all sitting there in a row. Like, we all looked at each other. I'll never forget it. Like, no way did that just happen. Well, I mean, There's Jamar no Kane steps out onto the field and, he's like, and takes his headset off, good? and he's like, and you can see Mason Smith walking on the field. And he's like, nah, uh-uh. I'm done. This is, this and Jamar Kane's like, head's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> that game, I started it just like lost this my best player. Because of that. And, and ended, ended it, like, it that. like this. I just lost my best player. Yeah. I mean, like, Jamar Kane's sitting there thinking like, this is bad. Holy shit. Yeah, it was bad. Makai, you got to play the whole game now. You got to play the whole season. <laughs> I mean, like, you were a commodity. Three minutes ago. Now you're a starter. I mean, now you are a every down player. <laughs> no, you're all we got. <laughs> and shout out to Wingo because he had a great year. And, mm-hmm. and, and really from the drop off on what it could have been, you never really felt it. No. Mm-mm. I mean, for that's, that's, as, that's, <laughs> it, it, that's, scary. As, that's as strong as a compliment as you can pay a player from – not missing, and I don't mean any disrespect to Mason Smith because right. you don't now you wonder how good they could have been yeah. with him mm-hmm. my goodness. for how good they were if you just put him into the lineup and think, my God, I mean, just plug and play this yeah. kid, and yeah. who knows? People, people well, thought, I mean, you, you probably wouldn't have been able to get your hands on Harold Perkins. No, no. they I thought mean, he would have uh, gobbled up imagine. two people. Yeah, they thought Barry Alexander was good from Georgia. You haven't oh. seen Mason Smith yet, <laughs> like, and Barry Alexander is phenomenal. Yes. But well, Mason we'll Smith is year. different. We'll see it this year. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully so. Mm-hmm. You know, I hopefully mean, he's back, you know, back in that groove. Yeah. Because ACL is, like, weird. Yeah. It's like you kind of don't feel like yourself. Right. That's why Odell wasn't the same after mm-hmm. this. It's we like the Achilles, man. For that I mean, opener again. That, 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 that first time you run with an Achilles injury, Ooh. you're just like – I don't know if this is going to work. <laughs> this is not. In the, I mean, I have not done the ACL, thank God, you know. Uh, but, I mean, I hear it's like the same thing. You're just like, I mean, all right, yeah, here we go. Let's try this you know thing. I mean? let's, see if, let's see if it can uphold. <laughs> Make that cut real quick. I don't know. Oh, gosh, dude. <laughs> How brutal. Um, all right, we appreciate you being here. Hit that like button, share button, comment button, and uh, we appreciate you being subscribed. If you're not subscribed, hit that subscription, and uh, have a great uh, have a great Tuesday. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody yes. out there. Make sure and remember about Billy Harriman's, our friends over at Billy Harriman's. There are three locations for Billy Harriman serving you right here in the Garden District in South Baton Rouge. You can stop in and see him on Perkins Road on Perkins Road further down in between Piku and Segan and on North Harrells Ferry in between Airline and Sherwood is where the three Billy Harriman's locations are. Get in there and use the promo code Colada Show or Out of My League with Nick Diaz. If you drop that, you'll get free pox of chocolates for anything that you order and pick up today over at Billy Harriman's. Today is the day, fellas. 
You have procrastinated just like I thought you would. You have put this off to the last minute. Now we are here to take care of you over at Billy Harriman's. All you got to do is drop the show's name, get a free box of chocolates with your order, take it home to your lady, and uh, enjoy the night. Graham Kelly didn't procrastinate. Enjoy the night. Mm. Graham. Hopefully, Graham, Graham, Graham you got over to Billy Harriman's. Graham's about to get that work. I would recommend Be better. going to yeah. the Be better. On, um, North Harold's Ferry. That place was freaking amazing. They yeah. had so much. It was like a Valentine explosion. It's like there. a hospital gift shop. It is. Where you can like, it feels like you, you I have get to get anything. all that. Yeah. I gotta, need all I gotta that. Buy I the... why, why do I feel like I need stationery right, right now? Because it all looks so fun. Like it's just packed full of Valentine stuff in there. I've got to have this potpourri. <laughs> potpourri. <laughs> Robert. <laughs> I'm going to back my truck up. I need this lamp. Please take Kelly some potpourri for Valentine's Day. See how that goes. I am. (laughs) Got you this bag of potpourri. I had to. (laughs) Smell it. Take this vase. I got two candles. (laughs) Vase with no flowers. Just a vase. Take the vase. It's the square size. It's the the square shape. It'll never fall. Either way, y'all have got time to get to get it. It's right. a great spot, man. It is a great spot. The one in the Garden District is is phenomenal as well. It is just smaller, but it still is great. You know what it is? Packed. It's like a raising canes. Mm-hmm. It's like you know what? Yeah. You better know what you want, yeah. man. There's not a lot to order here. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, but everything's great. Yeah, four so items. You just go in there, menu. right? But what I love about the Garden District one is that they help you out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they see it on your face. <laughs> like I'm lost. You. Come Step here. over here. Come here, come here, come here. You haven't done this much, have you? <laughs> I have not. This is what you're looking for. Follow me. Uh, go see our friends over at Billy Harriman's. Have a great Valentine's Day. Celebrate safe out there. We'll be back with you tomorrow morning at uh, 7 a.m. Nick Diaz, 3 o'clock. Uh, what else we got today? Just today, Tuesday? Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Uh, we're going to drop the Will Wade pod midweek because we hit the uh, we hit it late uh, last week with, uh, with Friday. So we'll get back on the schedule on Monday. Next week will be midweek. Uh, here, uh, here on this week. Uh, have a great day. We'll be back with you tomorrow morning.